There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, howdy, partner, and uh, welcome to the Hump Day Edition Wednesday episode of the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. My my big uh, box here on the grid is completely blank, Lori. So oh, what is it? Jeez. Well, I just thought you know, let's all chef, chef surprise, surprise ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, well, absolutely. I found out I have a major vitamin D deficiency. You and a lot of other people. What? So they tested you for this, huh? Yeah, I had my my endocrinologist for my right. thyroid and. She's never tested the vitamin D, and she's like, "You're like at the lowest level possible." Was so, that through a blood test or? Yeah, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I and my my both of my sisters have low vitamin D and take it, and apparently, yeah, it's good for you to take vitamin D. Well, I know, but maybe who knew it, it was that low? Who knew it was that low? Right. And I'm like, How well, what are the symptoms? Go? And she's like, well, do you, do you feel sluggish? I said, I really did all of August or October. Yeah. I blamed it on the circadian rhythms with daylight did. savings daily. <laughs> and then when we and then when we move back with daylight saving times, you you blamed it on we weren't used to being back. That's right. For you, a couple of days, it you takes had a lot us. of people to blame. It's jet lag. It's jet lag. Oh, geez. Well, that's well, that's good then. You can that's, just take, and they want you to take a lot of milligrams, don't they? Yeah, like 2,000. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll have to be making a trip to the drugstore and oh, yeah. pick up some vitamin D. Well, that'll be, that's a good one because it just makes you feel better. I, I guess so. I it, remember you and I started taking yep, the B12. We did. Are you still taking that? Yeah, I am. How much do you take of that a day? I don't know. One pink pill, oh, one I pink vitamin big. tab. I've been so focused on hair growing <laughs> medicine. Yeah. And they're so big. Vitamin E, biotin, yeah. folic acid. I know it. Those are all big, big pills. So I'm like, add another one. Julia, I'm, yes, uh, it was very exciting. The election uh, for the two city mayors. We've got two new mayors. Yes, Chris Coleman wasn't running in St. Paul, but Melvin Carter one and I was I was really happy about that and Jacob Fry I guess they've just announced one Minneapolis yes yeah. and um, Minneapolis elected the first trans uh, person to the city council Andrea J- Jenkins and then awesome. in Virginia Danica Roan first trans state legislator and so just kind of you know a night of like feeling yay there's it's not just all about divisiveness you know well, that there's new people new people and, are coming in yeah, and so have that's a new really opportunity. Good. Fresh All right. start. Here is our fun little thing we're going to do for the next few minutes. Because, Julia, what happens every November that People Magazine, what do they Sexiest publish? Man Alive. That's right. Sexiest Man Alive. Yes. And rumor has it that the, every year since the year Bradley Cooper was named Sexiest Man Alive, 
It was first offered to Ryan Gosling that year. Yes. And he said, no, thanks. That's so typical, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, isn't it? And the value of Sexiest Man Alive has decreased over the years. It used to be exclusively movie stars, but true movie stars are rarely created anymore. So, oh, isn't that just another yeah, sad thought? I know. And Sexiest Man Alive took a big hit when they named Adam Levine. Oh, yeah. I remember In this. 2013, we were having a fit. And a couple years and later... I didn't have nearly as big as a fit, fit as you had. I, I, he just... There were so many other people. Choices. It, and then the, a couple years later, David Beckham, who was doing nothing. We couldn't figure that out. I mean, because he's been sexy for a long time. And if they were looking for an athlete... Like, there were other people they could have gone. And Chris Hemsworth got his Sexiest Man Alive prematurely before Thor well, he in 2014. Is, yeah, but he'd been on But he's sexy. Things. But usually, okay, so here's the criteria for Sexiest Man Alive. you got to have um, name recognition. Mm-hmm. There has to be a certain level of fame. They, they have to have something to promote. And People is an American publication, so more often than not, The Sexiest Man Alive is an American. All right. Um, To date, there's only been one um, black person who's been Sexiest Man Alive. That was Denzel Washington. And um, and And last year, The Rock was, was named Sexiest Man Alive, so... And who knows if Sexiest Man Alive will ever be a gay man, but um, I think uh, they're very glad they don't have it out yet. But here are the odds, okay? Okay, Not the odds, but here are the people that I'm thinking are going to be named. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. He, um, he was the mini, minivan majority knows him. He was in Stronger. He's getting Oscar campaigning for that. Jason Momoa. Justice League Aquaman. Well, he's pretty sexy, and Warner Brothers wouldn't mind the love, and who knows what kind of, you know, access deals they work with people. Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther is the most anticipated movie of 2018. Okay. Marvel Universe, and and then Chris Pine. Oh, I give it to him. Because of Wonder Woman, you know, all of that. Um, Chris Evans. Not I as mean, cute as Chris Pine. No, I know, but uh, he's, but he's Captain so America yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Will Smith. We just include him every year because you think one year will be his year. Matt Bomer is beautiful. They've never de- declared an openly gay right. sexiest man alive. And so he doesn't have anything to promote right now. His TV show yeah, got canceled. I know. And I, the last one. No, go ahead. Prince Harry. Oh, a royal. Hmm. I mean, lower odds, but he's the most popular royal. He's doing great work with mental okay, health. Here's, here's who I'd like it. Here's my order. Chris okay. Pine, Jake Gyllenhaal, Prince Harry. Okay. That's my order. All right. That, now, just remember, though, Julia, sexy they, they follow it up with 20 other sexy people. Yeah. It's, you just get the cover. It's not about who you think is sexiest man alive. It's who meets the People magazine criteria, criteria of being... Name, fame, na- something to promote. That's right. Mm-hmm. Donnie? We have... We have turn your... Uh, excuse me, sir. Would you turn your radio down, please? You just get the cover. Turn your radio down. Yeah. Uh, we have someone on the line who says he is the sexiest man alive. Oh, is God. this my dad? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Is this zipper? the zipper? Hey, this is the zipper. <laughs> and I'm the sexiest damn guy alive. Of course you are. I don't think People Magazine is going to uh, find you. Find you, but I certainly hope you've touched up your hair before you go on your river cruise. 
Oh, okay. But People Magazine will find me because they'll look for a biker. And there I am. Is that? All right, so that's your fame and, of course, your name. But do you have something to promote, Zipper? Oh, we better not talk about that on the radio. Oh, all right. I think we better let you go. Thanks, Zipper, for calling in. Hey, okay. Off Wiedersehen. Okay. okay. See you later, daddy You know, I'm looking. I'm turning around to look at the... Has Ryan um, Reynolds ever been Sexiest Man yes, Alive? Yes, I think he has, but I'd have to uh, Google it. Sure. Oh, my dad. My what, dad is so funny. He's so funny. He's going on a Viking river cruise oh, with nice. his wife Delicious. and another through couple. In, through Germany? Or? Well, they did that last year. I don't know. They go start in Amsterdam for like a few days just of frolicking around. He he uh he's I am sure he's gonna go to a coffee shop and indulge. I'm sure. And then uh then they set sail and I mean set on How a river. Exciting. Yeah. I've I, always wanted to go on one of those. You went on one of those. I did in France. Everything happens on waterways. Yes. The beautiful houses are in lakes and what rivers, and it's just so fun. You, the only way to see it is from the water. Yeah, the rivers. I love that. So anyway, so he's pretty excited, although I think he's just now getting excited because I saw him this weekend. I'm like, are you getting excited? Yeah. I've got deer hunting to get excited about. Oh, oh. right. Because you know, that He doesn't last get weekend. excited till he... Did he like, get a deer already? No. Really? No, no deer. I think it's hard to shoot those deers. I hate driving home from up north and looking at them all in the eye. You know what, Julia? It's 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 the cycle of life. Is Akuna that, is that what you're Akuma, Akuna Oh my gosh, Matata. Matata. Lori's going <laughs> deep for deep quotes today. All right, listen. Google says Ryan Reynolds was 2010. That's what I thought. Oh, he's yeah. so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. It involves Kate Hudson. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Did, did you forget Idris Elba? Um, he was already on it, I thought. No. No, he hasn't. He Idris hasn't been. Somebody I don't I don't know what Idris has to promote. He could be in the running. I'm trying to think. He is in a movie, uh, Molly's Game. That's right. Oh, he that's going to be so good. He is in Molly's Game, but he is British. I don't know why. I just think that people is going to go with an American. Okay. All right. And they're certainly not going to name a Russian. Really? <laughs> Wait a minute. Could we even name one? Putin. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that ain't happening. Booty, booty. Um, so that's the only reason I didn't put okay. Idris up there. I don't think the odds are good for him because he's a... You know, he is yeah. like Molly's lawyer in this Molly's game, which looks really good. Oh, Aaron totally. Sorkin wrote it. Wrote it but um, yeah, I mean, he'll definitely be in mm-hmm. that issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he is fine as hell. Yes, he is. he is. Okay, so Kate Hudson and uh, Colin Hanks, Tom Hanks' uh, son, and of course Kate Hudson, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Yes. Uh, they were in the clubhouse last night with Andy, and it was a delightful show last Loved it. night uh, after having a couple, two or three or four of just pure, you know, just real housewives. Yeah. You know, they don't do it for me. Yeah, we like it. Uh, when we, we like a good slab. Yeah, we do. Okay, let's play the first cut uh, where someone wants to know. And someone from New All, Minnesota I, got on I the show remember, last night. I heard it. I don't know if that's and his Colin color. And Colin goes, oh, Minnesota. I mean, I heard him say something in background. Because he, of course, was in Fargo. Yeah. Uh, the, first the first season. Season on yep. the TV show. All right, let's play that first caller, Donnie. This is about Cher? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Andy, my question's for Kate. Okay. Have you talked to Cher offline since she complained on Twitter about Fabletics? Oh, yes. <laughs> ah, that's hilarious. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Next question. That's perfect. Did you? Perfect answer. When she sent out that tweet, were you like, oh, so what happened? I, I was. I think, honestly, I don't think, she, yeah, she didn't know. Okay, wait a minute. Do you even know the complaint? Well, it was basically Cher didn't, you know, the whole thing with Fabletics, it's a once a month a subscription a and it's a fee. And if you forget to cancel every month, you're getting new athletic clothing. Right. It's like the old um, CD club. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's like 50 to $100 yes. a month, yes. depending on what you're choosing. I don't know what they could. I, I don't know what I do with that many workout clothes. Well, she has others. She's gone into sh- footing or footing. She's she sells footwear. feet now. Yeah, as opposed to shoewear. <laughs> footing. <laughs> There's footing for sale. You know, but the all different sizes is the athletic stuff. I yeah. don't know the the other she, stuff is prescription. Yeah, but or subscription. Yeah, yeah, prescription <laughs> subscription. <laughs> Good lord, it is Wednesday. Yes, it is. Um, and then. Uh, uh, let's read the next one. We're calling Hanks. I guess he has a documentary movie that's coming yes. out. Okay. So your documentary is getting rave reviews. People are absolutely loving it. And these guys, these guys are good buddies of yours. Yeah, no, they're friends of mine. And they famously are the band that was playing during the horrible terror attack in Paris. Yeah, it's really sort of, uh, it's not meant to be a downer. It's actually supposed to be very uplifting because they went back to Paris three months later and played the most amazing rock concert I've ever seen. Where can people see it? It's on HBO. Oh, great. HBO Go. Very good. And it'll be on uh, DVD, I believe, in the beginning of December. It's called Eagles of Death Metal. That's the band that played at the Bataclan. And uh, so it's called Eagles of Metal, No Ami. So it's just their triumphant return because remember how horrific that was. That was horrific. Okay, uh, let's play the next one. I had kind of forgotten that Colin... Hanks was responsible for po- pointing out when the Star Wars came out a couple of years ago. And remember the character Rain that we got introduced? Yes. To there were no Star Wars action figures that were female. Right. Here we go. Wendy V texted us, Colin. Were you surprised that your plea on Instagram for more girl-centric Star Wars Star Wars toys got so much attention? And did it work? Did they did they put out more girl-centric Star Wars? Well, toys? yeah. I mean, clearly they did. They've made two movies that have been all centered around it. Yeah, yeah I was completely shocked. I really didn't think anybody was going to pay that much of attention and it was really just sort of more of an observation more than anything else but not only did it get a lot of attention like three days later i actually got an email from jj abrams telling me that it was very much on his mind as well and that you know keep an eye out for when force awakens come out so that's super so cool cool. So that's Kate, very cool. Kate had her hair in in her buzz cut. Uh-huh. You know, we saw her on the red carpet the other day with a wig. You never would have known. And she told Andy that that uh, dark brown is her natural her natural hair color. She really looks darling in that hair. She's it's grown so out a little bit. It's just darling. like really a short pixie. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, she's darling. Yeah, okay, let's play the next one. 
Uh, my question tonight is uh, for both your guests. Okay. Um, which of your movies do you wish you could make a sequel of? Hmm. I would say a sequel to... I got a couple. I, I, I mean, Almost Famous would be fun, but I wouldn't want to touch that, you know? It's so perfect. But maybe How to Lose a Guy. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How to Get a Guy. How to yeah, Get right. a Guy. Would be the right. sequel title <laughs> for that one. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe, I don't know. People say Orange County, too, but I don't know how you can do that. Right. It was all about getting into college, and clearly, yes. that, that ship has sailed. For how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was with Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Yeah. And that was a cute movie. It That's, was a cute movie, it really but what was. about, um, what do you think about Almost Famous? Well, that was such a great movie. I don't know. That they could she, do They it. were too no. young and innocent. The Cameron, um, who did that? Who was the director of that one? Cameron. Um, Crow. Yeah. Cameron Crow. That was a great movie. Yeah, it was so good, Julia. Yeah. I who forgot the that. Guy in, who was the young kid in it with her? Do you remember him? In Almost Famous? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Donnie, you couldn't look it up. Well, I know right. the first time we met Colin Hanks was in that, uh, he was an extra in that thing you do. Oh, so right. you would have had to have known really who you were looking looking for. And he's in a sitcom now with James Brolin and Barbara Streisand's Yes. Husband. So he was talking about... Yeah, Life in Pieces. What yeah. is it, Life, Life in Pieces? pieces. About Babs stopping it? by the set. I have not seen no. it, no. no. Uh, Billy Crudup was in Almost Famous? Is that No, that's not the kid. It wasn't the kid. Patrick Fugit. I, none of these are ringing oh, a bell Oh, he was so me. cute. That's was, such a good uh, movie. The, he was the guy that was playing basically Cameron Crowe. Right. Um, because that's semi-autobiographical, that movie Almost Famous, and he plays the young whatever reporter, reporter that's yep. on the road with, with them. With them. And... Honey, I can't believe we Michael can't. Angarano is another one. He played the young Cameron Crowe character. Then that's who it was. That's who it is. Maybe that's who Has he been of. in anything since then? Because he's kind of got a familiar face. I recognize him. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Will and Grace back in the day. Many, many episodes. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in that. Yes. Francis McDormand. Anna Paquin was in it. A lot of people were in that movie. And Jimmy really, <laughs> really for Kate Hudson, I mean, she's never been able to achieve that same. Like, she was nominated for an Oscar. And she showed up looking for like. For Almost Famous. Almost Famous. She wore this Stella McCartney gray sequin thing with some kind of a hat. It was tragic. She looked like a, a bordello lady. She oh. looked like a lampshade. That's never In good. a bordello. It was just. And her hair. No, I think her hair was in ringlets. Oh, Julia! If but she you, was so young, I mean, uh, well, she was the, yeah, yeah, like twenty four or twenty five yeah. or something like that, maybe even twenty two. Well, that but, was done in gosh, two thousand, so that's seventeen years ago. Yeah, Lori, no, and she's only she's like, thirty six. Yeah, so she was twenty one. Thirty seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's what that's I a great movie. If people haven't seen it's it, it's really before. pathetic that I remember what she wrote of the My Oscars. <laughs> well, I can't believe I didn't. I'm kind of upset with myself. Away. Entertainment. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We are absolutely delighted to have Emily, Emily McCarthy with us. She is an aerialist, and she is part of the Cirque du Soleil team that has come in town for amazing performances for a new Cirque du Soleil story that takes place on ice called Crystal. And we are delighted, Miss Emily. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. And you play Crystal, right? I do play one of the crystals in the show, yeah. Uh, we have the main crystal, which is obviously an ice skater. 
Mm-hmm. And I am um, the acrobatic crystal. You're the aerialist. You know, <laughs> and I looked up aerialist. It's a person who perf- performs high above the ground on a trapeze. And the first time an aerialist was uh, come in 1846 is where, where I can trace it back to, Emily. Wow. I know. She did your heritage roots. That's that's so lovely. Okay, so so this is a new thing for Cirque du Soleil. They've had so many different innovative programs. We've seen quite a few of them, and I just think if you've never been to a Cirque du Soleil experience, they're just amazing. Um, And so now this is something new. It's on ice. So as an aerialist who likes to be above ground, and then there's ice professional ice skaters on the ice, was that hard for you to get used to the fact that there's no pad underneath you and it's ice? Yeah, well, of course, it is uh, very different. I mean, uh, this is a, I think it's a brand new era for Cirque. It's so different to anything else that Cirque's ever done. And it's taken acrobatics to a completely new level with us performing on top of the ice and having ice skaters as well as acrobats. It's, uh, yeah, it's really amazing. And it did take a little while to get used to even the temperature because we're not used to performing in cold. freezing cold temperatures all right. the time. So right. that did take a little while to get used to, but yeah, I absolutely love it. Okay, right. tell, it, tell us about the, the show Crystal. Tell us what the storyline is. Okay, so the story of Crystal is basically, uh, well, obviously the show is about Crystal. Yeah. She's the lead character and it's about her, uh, her tale to like self-discovery. So she's... Uh, dived into this world and she's trying to uh, basically find herself um, so in the very beginning of the, st- of the show I don't want to spoil anything but she breaks through the ice, she actually has a fall on a frozen lake and she breaks through and the entire show is about her journey about getting back up out of the water Oh, it just, of the ice, so. How many people are part of the production? Uh, I think we have, we have about 40 artists, that's uh, skaters and acrobats but then we have everyone behind the scenes. So we have uh, all the technical crew. We have uh, the people who like are in the offices. And I think total is probably over maybe 200. Oh wow. Gosh. And where, where is oh, this at? It's, it's at the Target Center. Oh, and, it's, right yeah, yeah. Target and it Center. starts tomorrow and it's through Sunday. And there's seven performances that people can go to, I believe. Exactly. And yeah. it's Cirque du Soleil.com backslash crystal is how you get tickets. And the thing about, I went to YouTube and watched some of the performances because there's there's high energy skating. There's like skating that you'll see at X Games skating. There's uh, figure skating. And then with the twirling and the acrobatics going on at the same time in the costumes. I'm so excited about this one um, because it's just so brand new. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, disciplines that haven't necessarily been seen before. I mean, we have a really amazing act with uh, four extreme skaters on ramps. Yes, and, that was uh, what I saw. That looks so cool. Yeah, it's absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, for an acrobat and aerialist, the first time I saw that, I was absolutely blown away. And Chris, I mean, uh, Crystal, Emily, tell us, um, because you were in gymnastics in the UK, is that really, did you go from the acrobatic, you know, doing being a gymnast, is that what led you to Cirque du Soleil? Uh, yeah, I actually, I was on the Great Britain gymnastic team for a couple of years. Um, and then in 2012, I got scouted by Cirque du Soleil at the World Championships. Uh, and a couple of months after I started working for the company, I was actually in a different Cirque du Soleil show before this one. 
So mm-hmm. I started when I was 16 years old. And oh, my gosh. Yeah, I've been here five years now, and I'm absolutely loving where it's taking me. That's oh, so... Yeah, I mean, you're seeing the world. Yeah. <laughs> and we know when you're part of a Cirque show, it's family. I mean, because people's children travel with them and tutors, and it's... We've had different um, Cirque du Soleil performers over the years mm-hmm. on our show, and it does sound like a really neat experience. Are there any showmances happening in the Cirque du, Cirque du Soleil production of Crystal, or are there too many to name? Is there what? Sorry. Show-mances. Have you fallen in love with an extreme skater? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> ah, see? That's, you were in awe of their skating, and that's all it took. And they were in now awe of your, twirling. of your spinning and twirling. <laughs> what, what's the hardest thing that you do in this show? Um, the hardest thing? Okay. Uh, well, my entire act is pretty extreme. Uh, I don't You don't really want to give, give it away. Okay. But give us something. There's a crazy drop that I do. So the trapeze is about 10 feet up in the air. And I'm uh, the, I work with a guy called Jack. He's also from my city where I'm from in England. And he holds me, and then he just releases me, so I fall headfirst towards the ice, and then I'm caught by another acrobat. Oh! <laughs> do you wear a helmet? No. <laughs> no. Just a big ginger wig. <laughs> just a big ginger wig. Oh my gosh! Speaking of gingers, are you in love with Harry like we all are, Prince Harry? <laughs> yeah, of course, everyone is. Isn't everyone is? He's amazing. Yeah. Do you th- <laughs> now the the UK papers are saying that he has to wait a year to ask Meghan Markle to marry him because of Kate's having a third baby. But a third baby? I don't believe that story. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. You don't. It just <laughs> seems like too long. Well, she was on the cover of Vanity Fair. You'd think why would they time that? I don't know. I just think <laughs> I think that the UK papers just put in Prince Harry stories and then they sell. Oh, I haven't been home for a long time, so I haven't seen any of the papers. Well, how do you <laughs> like being on the road like this? So yeah. you are do you do like every other weekend in a new city? Yeah, I love it. I mean, I've been on the road for 5 years now. Um I worked with Barakai, which was another show. We were actually in Minnesota. Yes, you couple, were. Couple of years. When was that? 2014, I think. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's every single week we move to a different city and it's constant travel nonstop, but I love it and I wouldn't be here if I didn't. So. And oh. now you have the skater with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That makes it more fun. Oh, it's so fun meeting you, Emily McCarthy and Aerolis and Cirque du Soleil Crystal, a breakthrough ice experience. And if you've never been to a Cirque du Soleil, or even if you have, this, this one sounds amazing. Sounds so much fun, and it starts tomorrow night through Sunday. Um, Cirque du Soleil dot com backslash Crystal. And thanks for your time, cutie. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, Emily. That's Emily. Okay, Mc- thank you. See you all at the show. Okay. Yes, you will. <laughs> thank you, Bye-bye, Emily. Yes, <laughs> Aerialist. I know. This sounds so fancy. Oh, but that was the thing with this one is they have ice beneath yeah, them. Yeah, and then is, like you said, like she said about the cold temperature. Right, and that's something too if you go, because it's like when you go see an ice go- show or Disney and Ice or a hockey game. You know, it's the it's hockey, that's what, it's a little chillier. So yeah. remember to wear something a little warmer. Yeah, I'm anxious to see the new Target Center. Right. What it looks like since the remodel. Yeah. I've only seen uh, the floor with the, the lit up Timberwolf eye or something.
Don't they light up on the floor? I, I think I they know. do. I saw that them in would something. require me to watch a game. No, and you have to watch a game. Basketball. I saw it on TV. It, I would only watch basketball, whatever that thing is at the end. The when final four. Win. The fi- No, not that final four. The, the, NBA, the finals. NBA finals. That one. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. You wouldn't. Yeah. Unless the Timberwolves are in it. Let's be honest. Yes, let's be honest. And last That's year's was such a wipeout. Well, but people are very excited. And I say people, meaning the boy. Yes, are very excited about the Timberwolves this year. Yes, because yes. there's like two like great players A lot of people it. are excited about that. Yeah. Well, for me, the only temperature I take is the boy, Casey's son, mm-hmm. whether or not, because he has been a diehard Timberwolves fan since they started here. I know, and that's a true fan, because they haven't given us a lot to love. I, they really have not. Mm-mm. Did you see Randy Moss is going to be part of the ESPN team broadcasting yep. from the Crystal Court? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I Will our he, boys next door at ESPN, will they be down there? Or? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm getting big, one of their passes. Yeah, they're big. They're going to be the people to know. Patrick oh, Royce. no kidding. Chris Mackey and all of the sush. I know. I'm sure they want to help us out there. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they yeah. want a red, yeah. they my red friend, carpet correspondent. Right. My friend went through the interviewing process to be a volunteer, and, and it was a, quite a process. And yeah. they're they're going to be part of it. They probably wish they used that process when they hired this first security firm. I know. Yeah, well. And any news on where the signage is? Yeah, Bueller? have they moved the signage up at the stadium? I'm sure they haven't yet. Someone has to go on a mission this Sunday and find out for us and, and let us know. Let Someone... us know if they have moved it up to six-foot-high levels. They cannot have signs for bathrooms, elevators, and staircases at, at five-foot-six. At the same size as people. You can't find them. You, you can't, just can't find, find them. them. And everyone mills around like the cows at the state Ooh. fair they just go around and round <laughs> we cannot be the laughing stock of the world with oh, this I signage love you that you think that's what we're going to be oh, the laughing stock Julia. over yeah i think between we're going to be the, the laughing stock if the blizzard comes yeah between the weather <laughs> but it is the signage that makes me crazy are the norwegian designers punking us yes there you i go. don't like it I don't. So really. you've said on numerous occasions. All right. No, no one hears her though, obviously, no, because they, no they one's don't. reported back. Yeah. No, but uh, our friends at Excel and our friends at Target Center, who know people at US Bank Stadium, they have carried forward our concerns. Lord, thank you. Yeah. That's thank you, Sandy. And Jorah. Thank you, Jorah. And Jorah. Yeah. you guys are our heroes. <laughs> All right. So when we come back, it's interesting. How much are people getting paid? to talk about the news for a little while. No promises can be made, but I will say that Madonna is really, really psyched for next year's Met Gala's 2018 theme because it's all about religion. The Costume Institute has announced that it will be, the whole thing is set to focus on the papal garb, which is on loan from the Sistine Chapel. Ever been seen out of the Vatican? This has Madonna's name all over it with her love of maternal Christianity and crosses and all Uh that kind of thing. But instead, who do they have as the hosts of the Met Gala? Rihanna and Amal Clooney. Just seems like Madonna would have been perfect for this. Well, she would have been perfect. Maybe she didn't want to be be it. It's Rihanna and Donatella Versace. The three of them are going to host it. Oh, it's the three of them. Yeah, I it's just Heavenly had them Bodies, all. Fashion, and the Catholic Imagination. Oh, and so like you said, there's going to be fifty um, papal garments on show, as well as 150 designer outfits, which would have been inspired by Catholic 
you know, well, style I will over say the years. that Amal, Oriana, and Donatella are more inspiring than the hosts who did it this year, which we can barely remember: Katy Perry, Pharrell Williams, Giselle, and Tom Brady. Don't you remember Katy Perry's outfit? Oh, with yeah. With the funny glasses oh, and yeah. the writing. Yeah. I mean, Rihanna, that's obvious because she's, she's gone to it for many years. Right. She pays attention to the theme. She researches the theme. She brings it and she should. I'm all Clooney. She's a fashionista. I get she that one. She loves fashion, yeah. but I do wonder how she was chosen. And all I can think of is George made a generous donation to the Costume well, Institute. I don't even think it's that. I think they wanted someone new and fresh, Lori. I don't. I think she can do this on her own. Julia, I'm going to say that she was chosen because of a Casa Amiga donation. I don't I'm think just so. Gonna say, I thought that was a surprise because she seems more of a behind the scenes she is i'm telling person. you julia a donation was made but why would she want it if she's a behind the scenes person well i'm just oh. saying that george doesn't want it to be known this money i disagree i i don't there's really no reason for her to do it without it because george didn't want to be part of it because he doesn't he's just like amal you go ahead and do this but this doesn't seem like her personality that's why i'm wondering why george would even bother to make a donation so what anna begged him but she didn't get me. I, Anna Wintour begged him. Okay, because Amal is fresh and she's new and she's interesting yeah. and more eyes will be and on she her. she did not want to ask Madonna. I know. <laughs> and she didn't even get a, a donation from George because she wanted her. Oh, yeah, she did. No, I disagree. Yeah, I, I think totally so. We'll disagree. never know. We'll I'm going to find know. out, Lori. Okay, so this story, I've, I'm just dying to talk about this story. Lisa Marie Presley, thank you, TMZ, for obtaining a copy of this lawsuit. She claims this financial guru that she worked with by the name of Barry Siegel, when he sold 85% of her interest into in Elvis Presley Enterprises, right. that he gave the money to this guy as a way of ingratiating himself with this famous investor named Robert F.X. Sillerman. Okay. And she says the investments tanked and left her broke. She said, unbeknownst to her... Barry Siegel spent $9 million of her dough to buy an English estate and couldn't make the balloon payment on her property. On the property, on the property that property, he bought. Excuse me. She also says he stopped paying her taxes in 2012. She had no idea. It left her with a tax bill of $7 million. Jeez. And by May of 2016, the trust was depleted and had only $14,000 in cash, and she was a half a million dollar in credit card debt. Now, remember... Her husband that she's yes. divorcing was spending a hundred thousand a month on hats and guitars. <laughs> on her credit card. On her mm-hmm. credit card. His position, which is always the person who's charged with financial misdoing, is that she overspent herself into right. destitution. I don't believe that. Um he said um you know, he's going to counter sue her for eight hundred thousand in unpaid oh, management wow. fees. So a uh, hundred million versus eight hundred thousand. Yeah, and yeah. Lisa Marie's a lawyer said, of course, he is going to try and say that she did Miss- this with all of her money, and um, he said that Siegel was uh, lied to Lisa Marie repeatedly. You know how easy it would be to dummy up stuff. Oh, yeah. If you had because, all the well, trust. Well, here's the thing. And, and if you don't, if you have no interest in and no knowledge of this stuff, you're just like, okay, you go in on a on twice a year. You look at the reports. Okay, so this one's going up by that much. This one's going up by Matt, that much. You don't go into due diligence because, first of all, you're not interested in this world because it's overwhelming to you. Right. And um, 
and it's not interesting and it's overwhelming and you just trust this person. I do. I trust my person, mm-hmm. you know? So how would you ever know? And it's and when you're talking the big, big fees, that's crazy. It really is. It's crazy. And I, I'm i trying to remember when This Lisa, might have led her back into her drugs and alcohol problem. Well, I'm trying to remember when Lisa Marie left uh, Scientology. I feel like it was 2012. It was earlier than... Yeah. Well, this says that when they sold, let's see, 85% of her interest in Elvis Presley Enterprises, it was in... Da, 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 2012. That's what I well, thought. Well, that's when he stopped paying her taxes, but it doesn't say when they sold it. Um, yikes. Well, I know that Elvis would have been very sad that Lisa Marie ever went into Scientology, but she was only 11 and her mom dragged her into it right. because Elvis once said on the record of Scientology, bleep those people, all they want is my money. And um, she's said about it uh, you know i got bad advice i was insulated with no grip on uh, reality they're taking my soul my money my everything right i'd be curious if barry has any connection to scientology anyway we'll keep our eyes on that story we're always rooting for lisa marie yes we are all right highest uh, paid tv host julia well this shocked me a little bit the only thing on here that really shocked and phil mcgraw he makes 79 million but he's got endorsements, he has product placement, he's got and books. Ellen's and Ellen's right there with right. him. And Ryan Seacrest, $58 million. Wow. Wow, I'm surprised about Michael Strahan That's making the only $21 one. Million. And Heidi Klum. $21 million. million. I'm sure Strahan's includes all the Fox and the GMA. Yes, he has like three jobs. Yeah, right. Is so he he's still getting Fox? Oh, Danny, yeah. yes, he, he is. Still, he oh, is? Yeah. Oh, oh, sure, yeah. he does the football. He's yeah. okay. does the football. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it's that high, and that puts him higher... Then of course Kelly Ripa, mm-hmm. and um, they're they're saying they're around fifteen million. And Matt Lauer doesn't make this list. Well, because they don't consider him just maybe a host of a solo show. Because I don't know. Well, of course neither is Michael Strahan. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Neither Jill. is Bill O'Reilly. I don't know. Well, I, Matt Lauer doesn't do all kinds of endorsements. No, he doesn't do anything. He, doesn't. he does no. Okay, Greta Van Susteren, who we last saw being fired from MSNBC after she left Fox, is launching an app about apologizing. It, did she need to apologize for something? Wait a minute. Why was she fired from MSNBC? I don't know. Ratings, ratings not connecting, no audience. Okay. I don't know the usual. But Greta says she spent more than a year creating a service that allows users to apologize to each other and decide whether or not to accept these apologies. The app called Sorry and available for free on November 14th will also allow users to publicly announce whether they accept public figures' apologies. Oh, brother. Okay, um, let's just talk about this. I, yeah, please. Um, <laughs> if you need to apologize to someone and you need to do it through an app, you have issues. <laughs> if you need to apologize right, to someone, you pick up the phone and call them or send them a direct text. Yeah. Or Can you note. see any of this helping, like any kind of, you know, celebrity beefing that's going on? Or is sorry, just uh, sorry, that's not going to work that well? I don't think it's a public thing to say you're sorry to someone. Mm-hmm. Maybe she created it in the hopes of getting an apology from MSNBC. Well, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I don't understand that. Yeah, she... Um, She's worked on it for a year. I gotta believe. I gotta believe she's done some market research. But anyway, look for that next week. It's sorry, not what's the name of the app? It's called Sorry. It's available November fourteenth. Wow. I'm anxious 
for you and Donnie to do this. Oh, I don't yeah. want to. I don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, if right. I need to apologize to someone, I do it you to their face. Do it. All right, mm-hmm. there you go. Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. We'll be right back.